What's up, guys, and welcome back to my podcast. Ah, I'm gonna have to think of a better intro. Hey, friends, welcome back to the Turning Point Podcast. I am very excited about this episode because it's one of the first ones in a while that when I started writing it I just was able to brain dump, brain dump and get it out like so fast and so I'm really excited to record this. Hopefully I won't stumble over my words because I haven't recorded in a long time. Um, I'm not used to it but yeah anyway I would like to apologize for the clickbait title. Uh, I can't actually tell you how to stop being anxious. Um, the title of uh, how to not hate yourself just seemed to get a lot of attention. Um, I guess that's how clickbait works. But anyway, uh, let me know when you can figure out how to stop being anxious and then uh, <laughs> I can make a podcast episode about that. But today I'm going to tell you my story um, and the things that I have learned that help me kind of hack anxiety uh, and just kind of uh, broke it down for me. Um, so I'm just going to start out by illustrating some of my personal struggles with anxiety. Note, when I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about medically diagnosed disorders like generalized anxiety disorder or PTSD or things like that. Um, although some, I think in some cases, some of those are caused by just everyday normal anxiety that everyone experiences that have just spiraled out of control and become something else. But I'm just talking about anxiety that every uh, person has. So I've dealt with social anxiety for most of my life. The way I experience it is that sometimes my brain just tells me that I cannot do something, especially when I haven't done it before. This happened a lot when I was like in high school and junior high and just embarrassed all the time, super shy. I have cried because I did not want to tell the Wendy's cashier that she got my drink wrong. And that's a true story. Um, when I worked at a hotel, part of my job was knocking on people's door and asking if they needed room service. A valid part of my job, but sometimes I just physically could not do it because I was just like scared of talking to strangers. There's just so many things that were just like way harder than they should have been for me to do, like talking to strangers or even sometimes people I knew or being in crowds, doing things in public, etc. Thankfully, at this point in my life, I can function normally and comfortably 95% of the time. Hooray! Uh, I still do stupid things sometimes because my brain convinces me that I cannot do it a certain way or that I have to do it this way because, like, people are watching. Anyway, that's, that's a small side of it. But on a more serious note, um, another time that I really struggled with anxiety was... About a year ago, I went through this crisis. Um, all my plans were changed because of Corona and I was just at home with no idea what to do next. Um, until then, uh, every step of my life had been planned out in advance and pre-anticipated. And then at that point, like I was sent home from my school and I just, I just had nothing. And there were some things that I wanted very badly that just seemed by the day less and less likely to work out and come true. Um, so for a few months, I just, I could barely eat or sleep and I cried every day and I was just like anxious 24 seven. Um, at the time I didn't 
see that something was wrong for a while. I was just focused on what I was worried about. Um, for me, the problem was the things that I wanted to happen, not how I was reacting and handling things. Um, I just figured like when things started working out, I'd be fine. Um, but I eventually started doing counseling. I was resistant to the idea at first because I just kind of assumed that I knew everything I needed to know. Like, I just need to trust God more with the future and pray, etc. But eventually, I started meeting with this wonderful lady um, that I had known from my school who was a certified biblical counselor. And the insights that she gave me have really changed my life. I clearly remember one session where I was listing the things I was worried about and how it just seemed like my life was dead ending. And she said, Autumn, I think you're struggling with pride. And I was surprised. But you know what? She was completely right. Here's how she explained it to me, and this is how I understand it now. Um, so anxiety is, I, in a lot of cases, it's a sin issue. It's We are told not to be anxious. Matthew 6.25, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, uh, nor about your body or what you will put on. Um, there's a couple other passages uh, that says, like, do not, de do not be anxious. Like, cast your cares on the Lord, for he cares about you. Like, we are commanded um, to put all of our worries and burdens, give them to the Lord. And someone who is anxious and worrying all the time um, is not someone who trusts the Lord. So if you are constantly worrying and, like, concerned for your life is normal and natural and, like, there's a lot of situations that will lead you to worry and think about things a lot. But if you are overtaken and consumed by worrying, then you are not trusting the Lord. And that is as insensitive as it sounds to say, like it is a sin. So all sins are equally bad, but some sins are caused by other sins. So there's root friend, oh my goodness, root sins and fruit sins. If you're trying to kill sin in your life, you have to start with the root sins. If you've ever pulled weeds, you know that if you just pull off the leaves of the dandelions, then they're just going to grow back unless you pull out the whole root. So if anxiety and being consumed by worry is a fruit sin, then the root of it is pride. Now, this may seem like a stretch. So how are these two things connected? Let me tell you. I'm going to analyze what anxiety is. So social anxiety is really a fear of looking stupid. I don't want people to think I'm dumb or that I don't know what I'm doing um, and I don't like going into situations that I'm not confident in how to act because I'm afraid of people thinking things about me that I don't want them to think. Basically I want to control how people see me. So what about anxiety, anxiety about the future that I was experiencing? It was a fear of things not working out the way I wanted them to and a fear of bad things happening, etc. I wanted to control the outcome of and events of my life. So do you see the common theme? It is a desire to control. Now this may not seem so bad, but the Lord is the one who is in control. He directs our life. Proverbs 19:21 for example, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the Lord it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And there's verses all over the Bible. You can just google verses about the sovereignty of God. Um, and you will just find ample evidence that it is the Lord who is directing the events of the earth. Uh, I will not get into a Calvinist versus Arminianist debate about free will and all that, but 
the Bible clearly says this, that God reigns and he is worthy of trusting with our lives, no matter what good or bad things happen. So, a desire to control is a desire to take the place of God. Now, there's a difference between wanting to be like God, seeking to be righteous and loving and seeking to be like Jesus, um, but there's a big difference between that and seeking to take the place of God, to do what only he can do. That is pride. That is cosmic arrogance. So the first people who desired to be like God were Adam and Eve. Um, Satan tempted Eve with saying, like, if you eat the fruit, you will be like God. Um, and look where that got us. <laughs> so follow this logic with me. Anxiety comes out of a fear that you are not in control. And wanting to control what only God can is pride. So the root of anxiety is pride. So as for how to not be anxious, <laughs> the first step is to identify and repent of your pride. I'm sorry, but this step uh, takes your whole life. <laughs> I'm still doing it and there's there's still so much more in my heart i feel like my life story is just realizing all the the pride and arrogance that affects everything that i do and this is just one little piece of the puzzle that i've been able to see how my pride has a made me just worry so much because i want to control things and the more i realize like the lord is in control not me and that's so much better the less i worry about things yeah, so step two is to give God control. It is to learn to trust him with everything, like everything, even the thing that is dearest to your heart. Another thing my counselor asked me to do was start every day by physically getting on my knees, opening my hands, and saying, not my will, but yours be done. It was uh, a physical representation of giving to God everything that I wanted, every outcome and possibility. I still have to do this sometimes when I'm stressed and worrying. I have to like open my hands and say, God, you're in control. You will do what is best. Not my will, but yours be done. Yeah, Jesus prayed that to the Father, um, I believe, before he went on the cross. Uh, so how much more should we be able to do that to the Lord? Like, Jesus put, it what, put what he wanted aside to do what the Father asked him to do which was to die for us and suffer so that we could have new life so back to that crisis last spring um after a few months and some very tough decisions i i got better um it was a very slow process and it felt like god was just prying my fingers open one by one um letting go of the things that i wanted and there was there was two things that i really wanted and i i have neither of those things now and I am farther away from them than I, yeah, I'm just, neither of those things are going to happen. Um, I mean, unless the Lord wills, but they don't seem likely to me. And I'm okay with that because God has shown me something better. And he was with me every step of the way. He was telling me that he will be enough for me and he's making good out of every situation. Um, and I, I'm blessed right now to be at a place where I'm really hopeful about the future and um, I just know that even though it has kind of sucked um, I just know that my relationship with the Lord is so much better because I had to learn to trust him so much more um, and I think I know how to handle worry and anxiety a little better um, 
I also know that I cannot predict or control what my life is going to look like. I have to keep myself from making these elaborate, like, long-term goals in my head. Um, instead, God has been teaching me to focus on what he has me doing right now, like, what's right in front of me, and then maybe the next step when I get there. I'm just trusting that he's going to make every decision clear to me, but not, like, the decision I need to make 10 years from now. Like, he's not giving me answers about that one. He's giving me answers about what I'm doing right now, and then when I need to take the next step, he'll give me those answers. So prayer has become essential. I'm constantly, like, recasting my cares upon the Lord. Sometimes I feel like I cast them upon the Lord, and then I take them back for a little bit. I'm like, sorry, I want to worry about it a little more. Um, And that's so destructive. Don't do that. Um, yeah, and he's, he's just been enough. Um, and I know the things that I wanted last spring would have led me in a very different direction. And yeah, I just have to trust that this is better because this is what God led me to do. Um, and I know what he's leading me to is so much better than what I could imagine for myself. And better does not mean less painful or easier or more enjoyable, but it means knowing Jesus more. And that is what I will be doing for eternity. And so I think it is the most worthwhile thing that I can be attaining to now. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my two-step question mark plan <laughs> to rid yourself of anxiety. Um, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I think it's like at turning point pod on both of those. I would love to create a community um, on social media or some other place where I can uh, interact with you guys and get suggestions and questions. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening. Mm